All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Todd Coconado Podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant on this 9-8, just two days away from September 11th, and there are so many things going on that I have to address these things. I know uh, the last couple days I've been given some encouragement, some things out of the Word of God, which I think are so important, especially in this hour, but today I'm going to go through some of the headlines and some of the things that you've been asking me about of what we think is going on here. There are so many different things going on. Now, one of the things that I think we need to really be looking at right now that you're probably not hearing the mainstream media reporting on, and by the way, just so you know, there's some construction outside the studio today. There's nothing I can do about, so please forgive me ahead of time if you hear some noise. Um, but here's the thing. So the Biden administration is doing so many troubling things. We're going to try to cover them all and also discuss a little bit about what's happening around some of these events down in D.C., and why there's some concerns uh, from some patriots that may be attending just to be, you know, watching out, being careful, because they are planning a false flag event. We don't know if it's going to be, you know, the September, November, December, and October. I don't know when it's going to be, but there is going to be another false flag event. You can mark my words, because there's many things happening right now behind the scenes. And so we're going to address these things. But before we do, let's just pray. Lord, In Jesus' name, I pray that I would cover this as a man of God, a man of integrity today. I thank you so much for this audience of remnant warriors, these precious people of God. They are concerned, as I am, about this nation, about our world. And so, Lord, we just lay these matters before you today, and we ask that you would give us wisdom, strategy. As we spoke about on the Sunday service, Lord, I believe you're building an underground army of remnant warriors all around the world that we will have this underground railroad network in place and set up for what is to come. And so we just thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, every time I say this, somebody says, well, Pastor Todd, do you no longer believe there's going to be dancing in the streets? Do you no longer believe that there's going to be a great move of God? No, I I do believe those things. So I, I have not changed, in other words. The no is not that I don't believe it. The no is that I haven't changed my philosophy here. But we always have to be wise and be watchmen on the wall. I've been explaining a lot. And this is, by the way, some people will try to say this is, uh, you know, this is me trying to explain away the prophets or whatnot. But I'm not. This is, if you study the word of God, this is the, the God's honest truth. And I want everybody to understand this who listens. The prophetic words and utterances that have been spoke over our nation and our world. That is God's perfect will. He wants to see restoration. He wants to see, you know, uh, this whole thing turn around. Of course, he can do anything so he can make it turn around. But there are things that we need to do. So it's an if my people moment. So I believe that the prophetic words and the prophetic utterances that have been spoke, you know, some of them are false, but some of them are true. People that we trust that we know are actual prophets and they fear the Lord and they love the Lord. We know these people are sincere and they heard from the Lord but why has it not come to pass? That's the question. People say, well, do you still trust the prophets? Yes, I do trust the real prophets. I do because I believe in the fivefold ministry gifting. And I have to explain this often because people are constantly asking me if I've changed my position. I have not changed my position since this whole thing started. And it's, it's not because I'm stubborn. It's because the Lord hasn't told me to change my position. You know, I still believe the Lord wants to move in America and around the world in a great move of the Holy Spirit a harvest, a great awakening. I believe that is coming. It's already begun. There are things that I'm seeing in the ministry that I have not seen in the last 20 years that I have not seen ever. There, there's a powerful move of God where people are finally starting to awaken, but unfortunately, 
there's still a lot of people asleep. And unfortunately, as much as we're starting to talk about repentance and we're starting to talk about the things that I believe the Lord wants the body of Christ to do because he's a good father, but he's patient and he's waiting on us. And we're at this moment of decision right now. It's the crossroads period. We're at a moment of decision. But it, it's going to be dependent on what we do from here. It's an if my people moment. What we do from here. God's given us an out. He's told us basically what we need to do. He's given us, you know, all the, all the tools in our toolbox, everything that we would need to do to turn this around. And I believe we can. But we have to understand the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. And so we have to do the things that the Lord has told us to do. And I just, you know, it's going to be dependent on if the greater body of Christ gets it or if we remain in apathy and complacency and fear and intimidation and we don't know our identity in Jesus Christ and what we're able to accomplish. And in that case, the Lord may allow us to go into captivity. And there's a very wicked plan. I'm going to walk through some of this plan today. There's a very wicked plan. And I, you know, I can't always just say publicly everything I know. I want you to know that because they listen. The, the people that hate me, that want to you know, take me down, they listen to this broadcast, friends. I, I know they do. Now, the reason why some of these uh, left-wing hit piece, you know, fake news outlets haven't been hitting me so much lately is because the last time they hit me, I actually hit them with some letters from our lawyers and said, if you continue to defame me, we're going to sue you. So that's why they've been a little bit more careful recently. I haven't been making the mainstream news. And I'm also not talking about, you know, the election as much. And I'm not talking about, you know, President Trump and things like that. So that's another reason why they're probably leaving me a little bit alone. But I, I can't say everything on the broadcast. Now, on the podcast, I can say more than on, you know, if I was live streaming on Facebook or something. But, you know, they've labeled certain things terrorist. I want you to understand how they're laying this out. They're, they're, they've made certain laws now through the January 6th commission and through some of the things in Congress and that they're pushing through, you know, some of these things that they've put in some of these bills that they passed and things like that, where if you say something about the election, you know, that there was fraud, it was stolen, things like that, or, you know, if you talk about COVID in certain aspects, you could be considered domestic terrorists. Now, why that's important is because they're laying out the framework while they're building a case on many people right now. And we know this is the, is the case. So I want you to understand what I do as a pastor, and really I would say an end time pastor that's willing to speak truth. And, you know, I'm, I'm embracing the calling that the Lord has given me. And I believe his protection is on me. He's already protected me quite a bit. But we have to be wise in what we say and how we, you know, everybody just wants me to like just spill the beans and say everything. No. First of all, we can't let the enemy know all of our plans. We can't let the enemy know what we're doing. I would love to just lay it all out for you, the listener, for the Remnant Warriors, so everybody gets it. And that's why we do have some in-person gatherings once in a while where we can maybe speak a little more freely. But I have to be honest with you guys. I'm not going to be signaling out our plays to the enemy. I'm not going to do that. And so that's why this is a very difficult call. And we, listen, I'm, I'm not going to be frustrated on today's broadcast because honestly, I'm not frustrated. I'm, I'm in the presence of the Lord. I've spent time with the Lord today, so I'm not going to be frustrated. But I'm going to tell you that people expect something from me and from people like me. They just, you know, you guys, and I love you to death, but sometimes you don't realize the high cost that people like me pay. We pay a very high cost. You know, it, it strains my family. It strains, you know, we, we've been attacked financially. 
you know, we have to incur certain costs to do all these different things because of the censorship, because of the legal things. You know, these are extra costs and they all are a big pain in the butt, but it's all targeted so that they can try to get people like me to just give up and to just give in. So when you, when I ask for support and I hate to ask for support, I really don't like it. I'm telling you, I was a, you know, a, a successful businessman by vocational and a pastor for 17 years in Chatsworth, California. But I, you know, I'm, I was also very successful in, in marketing and in, in, you know, in, as an executive and I made over six figures. I did very well. We have reduced our bills substantially. I mean, I can't even tell you more, more than half. Okay. And, and, and we live very frugally and we're very careful how we spend kingdom money. But there are things that we need to pay for just to stream and to, you know, be on the various platforms and all the different things. Everything adds up every month. And, and so if you really, if you believe in what we're doing, I would just ask you to take it to prayer. You know, I know some of you are big givers and thank you for those that have helped support this program. It's the only way that we're able to do what we can. We're completely listener supported. But I'll tell you this, you know, if you're able to do, you can go to toddcoconado.com slash give and even just supporting monthly with 20, 30 bucks, all that adds up. If we could get each, you know, if every listener gave like five bucks a month, we would be just fine. You know what I'm saying? But the problem is, is that the, the givers are like, you know, 10% of this group or less, probably less, way less actually. And so it, it keeps us tied because the deep state, they know our situation and they know that they can put fear in us and they can cut us certain ways financially and, and they can really disrupt our operation. What they want to do is just silence guys like me. So if you believe in what we're doing here, understand there's such a high cost. I don't want to stress about it, but we have operations that we're trying to do here, you know, in the ministry and uh, we really could use your monthly support, you know, so just, just pray about it. ToddCoconauto.com slash give. I don't like talking about it. There's different options there, different, Things that we're doing, uh, you can see different ways to, to give monthly on there, uh, toddcoconado.com slash give. Okay, I needed to plug that. And, you know, people say, well, why, do you, why are you trying to sell certain things? All that? Well, these are all things that we're trying to do to fund this operation. Now, let me lay this out for you because it's, it's just wild, okay? The Biden administration is going to be announcing some things here in the next couple days. And um, one of the things that I was talking about a few minutes ago is that, so he's wanting to look at everybody's financial records and there's this this push uh, reason actually uh, reason.com put it out biden's total financial surveillance it says what if every one of your non-cash financial transactions was automatically reported and be you know to a beefed up audit hungry irs imagine living in a world where every one of your non-cash financial transactions a restaurant meal a venmo transfer to a friend maybe some bitcoin bought on the dips was automatically reported to a beefed up audit hungry IRS. That dystopia will become a reality if President Joe Biden gets his way. Biden Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, the key Capitol Hill allies that she's working with, such as Senator Elizabeth Warren, no surprise there, are pushing a vast intrusive financial surveillance system in the name of closing the quote unquote tax gap. But don't worry, there's no need to fear if you've got nothing to hide. That's what they say. 
Uh, for already compliant taxpayers, the only effect of this regime is to provide easy access to a summary of information on financial accounts and to decrease the likelihood of costly no-fault uh, examinations. The Treasury Department said this may, in a nakedly authoritarian document called the American Families Plan Tax Compliance Agenda, but for non-compliant taxpayers. <laughs> Can you imagine this? The department continues, this regime would encourage voluntary compliance as evaders realize that the risk of evasion being detected has risen notably, noticeably. The administrator's proposed comprehensive financial account reporting regime would dramatically increase the types of financial institutions and transactions exposed to the Fed's prying eyes. All right, I'm going to stop there. So what they're basically trying to do at this point is go for the gusto. They want to shut down people like myself, uh, alternative people. They, they want everybody in the system. Now, why would they want everybody in the system? Well, see, what they're trying to do, they, they already have the people that work for big corporations, which is about 80% of Americans, you know, that work for a big company. So, you know, you guys, and I've worked for big corporations most of my life until, uh, you know, I started the radio show and podcast and we're doing the things that we're doing at the Religious Liberty Coalition, Todd Coconado Ministries and Remnant.News. But before that, you know, I was always in a corporation. So I totally understand the corporate life. In fact, they used to say in our company meetings, you know, we want you to be a good corporate citizen. And I used to always get really um, kind of like worried when I would hear that term, corporate citizen. So some of you are dealing with that right now. Others of you are retired. And thank God that you're not in the workforce right now. You don't have to deal with this. But for the many listeners that are in the workforce, and many of you work for either a big corporation or you're in the medical field or you're in some field, maybe the military, okay, where, where they are forcing some of these mandates now. And we have been uh, drinking from a fire hose over here trying to get everybody the information that they need to get these exemptions. I actually had my, a video taken down from YouTube. Matt Staver from uh, Liberty Council and I, we, you know, we were on the show talking about how people can get religious exemptions. There was nothing illegal about what we said. There was nothing that you, know, you would think would warrant being flagged on YouTube, but YouTube decided to take down the video. And I'm one strike away, by the way, of YouTube taking down my entire channel. And, and, you know, all the subscribers and the years of building that channel up. Now, many of my friends have already had their channels blown up. I had my Vimeo channel blown up. I've had PayPal stop my reoccurring payments. And, you know, who knows how long they're going to let me take payments at all. And, you know, that happened after a conference that I spoke at. I can't even tell you guys some of the things that go on. Because I don't, again, I don't like to talk about it because I don't want to give them, you know, accolades or, you know, let them celebrate in their persecution, but this is what somebody like myself, you know, others in my circle, my sphere, people that are doing similar things, they're getting targeted. I'm hearing the stories. If you're out there and you're, you know, I'm sure you have something going on where Facebook has put you in Facebook jail or something has happened to you where you've been censored because you're, most of this audience are people that speak out and are truth seekers and are lions and generals. That's why we're, we're part of the remnant community. So it's Orwellian and it's happening and I think there's a lot of different things that we need to think about here because all these different data points I talked about on Telegram that I would talk about on the show, and I'm going to talk about it right now, Europe, that's imposing these new travel restrictions to Americans where only people with the vaccine can go to Europe and, and enter the country. And, uh, and this is going to be increasing 
And I think that the Biden administration, we saw that there was some legislation that was already in committee that they had been, you know, planning about some travel restrictions here in the United States. Uh, when Biden comes out and starts announcing his next level, because, the, you know, all you can see of the mainstream corporate media is they're talking about how COVID cases are through the roof and all this stuff's going on and everybody should be panicking and worried. So, you know, this is all in preparation for their next stage of this rollout. What, what, what next, you know, things they have planned. We've been tracking these things. None of this is conspiracy, by the way. None of this is, now, is it something that Facebook might flag? Yeah, probably, because they don't want me speaking truth. Uh, but none of it is, you know, it's just, it's just wild, friends, that we're seeing. I mean, this is happening fast. And, and what they've done is they've intimidated us so that we're not able to speak fully about the situation because they don't want us organizing and they don't want us, um, you know, <laughs> informing one another and sharing information. So they're just they're trying to just make it where we can't share this stuff or, or they'll censor us. So. OK, so the deal is this, um, you know, they're looking into how they can look into our, you know, our, our, our money, our financial transactions I already told you that a few months ago I did a research on the apps that were being developed for the vaccine passports here in the United States. There was three major companies. One of them was the one that does the clear at the airports, the biometric scan, and uh, they're one of the big players. And then I found out that all the airlines had signed on to these apps already. So why would the airlines pay money or at least sign on to these apps and their development months and months and months ago in the early stages of this thing? And now we're hearing Europe, Israel, Australia, Italy, uh, you know, that's part of Europe, I guess. But, you know, all these countries are starting to now implement these very things. And all of a sudden, Biden's going to be coming out now. And, and they're talking about, you know, he's going to be what we're hearing from our sources that he's going to be uh, tightening, you know, putting out more mandates, basically, you know, tightening the cities that are movability, possibly you know, our ability to travel. We don't really know where he's going to go this next round here. He might slowly kind of inch into these things, especially here in the United States, because the people are very awake. They're very upset. You know, we all kind of see now what's going on. Fauci, okay, the New York Post just put this up, but it was actually originally from The Intercept, okay? And it says, new documents show Dr. Fauci has been keeping us from the truth. Oh, what a surprise, Wow, I bet you, you got, none of you knew that, right? None of you knew that Fauci was uh, involved in this, right? None of you knew that he was involved in gain of function. I mean, none of us listen to Rand Paul or anything like that, you know. The, you know. <laughs> it's just so crazy. St. Anthony Fauci just lost his halo, according to the New York Post. For more than a year, the media has hailed our kindly uh, scientific grandfather, as some of the most infallible, you know, holy figures out there. He was like one of the best, right? No. Uh, but new reporting cast doubt on Fauci's insistence that no one, you know, was involved here in the United States, that no U.S. money went to gain-of-function research, where scientists manipulate viruses, often making them more transmittable to study their effects and develop treatments. Well, transmittable to who? Transmittable to humans. Records acquired by The Intercept detail grants that the U.S. government scientific agencies gave to an outfit called EcoHealth Alliance, which funneled some of that money 
to research the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China. Oh, my goodness. Wait, isn't this the stuff that Facebook took down people's accounts for a few months ago because it was quote-unquote fake news, according to their fact-checkers? You know, what was that, lead stories? You know, all those guys? Where are they at now? Are, are they going to retract their... What about those accounts that got taken down? What about the people that got demonetized? This is this is mainstream news. I mean, the Intercept. Let, let's go to the Intercept story. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right to the Intercept story. New details emerge. This is from the Intercept. Okay, uh, new new details emerge about coronavirus research at Chinese lab. More than 900 pages of materials related to U.S. funded coronavirus research in China were released following the Freedom of Information Act lawsuit by the Intercept. Newly released documents provide details that the U.S. funded research on several types of coronaviruses at the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China. The Intercept has obtained more than 900 pages of documents detailing the work of EcoHealth Alliance, a U.S.-based health organization that used federal money to fund bat coronavirus research at the Chinese laboratory. The trove of documents includes two previously unpublished grant proposals that were funded by the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Diseases. Sorry, I'm a little bit tired today. As well as project updates relating to EcoHealth Alliance research, which has been scrutinized amid increased interest in the origins of the pandemic. The documents were released in connection with the ongoing Freedom of Information Act litigation by The Intercept against the National Institutes of Health the Intercept is making the documents available to the public. This is a roadmap to high-risk research that could have led to the current pandemic, said Gary Ruskin, executive director at the U.S. Right to Know, a group that has been investigating the origins of COVID-19. One of the grants, titled Understanding the Risk of the Bat Coronavirus Emergence, outlines the ambitious effort led by EcoHealth Alliance President Peter Daszak to screen thousands of bat samples for novel coronaviruses. The research also involves screening people who work with live animals. The documents contain several critical details about the search in Wuhan, including the fact that key experimental work with humanized mice was conducted at a biosafety level three lab at Wuhan University for animal experiment. So... The documents raise additional questions about the theory that the pandemic may have begun as a lab accident, an idea that Dazak has aggressively dismissed. The bat coronavirus grant provided EcoHealth Alliance with a total of $3.1 million, including 599000 that the Wuhan Institute of Virology used in part to identify and alter bat coronaviruses likely to affect humans. Even before the pandemic, many scientists were concerned about the potential dangers associated with the experiments. The grant proposed... Uh, acknowledges some involves the highest risk of exposure to SARS and other COVID, uh, I guess, coronaviruses. While working in caves with high bat density overhead and a potential for fecal dust to be inhaled. So anyway, there's some new developments here. They're saying that, I guess, the, uh, you know, maybe one of the labs in Wuhan, it was this biosafety level three lab at the University for animal experiment maybe not the Wuhan Institute of Virology but there's a lot of there there in this reporting and I would highly recommend you read some of this article and there's other you know reports on this but it, it what it's basically doing in a nutshell is legitimizing and uh, really solidifying what Senator Rand Paul's been saying 
And there's definitely a connection, at least according to this FOIA request, it, it, it certainly seems like. And gain-of-function research. And uh, I think that if our system has you know, uh, any legitimacy to it, and we're not totally corrupt here in the United States, the letter agencies aren't totally corrupt, that hopefully somebody will look into this uh, from a legal standpoint because it appears that the law's been broken. And by the way, many, many people have died as a result of this. So, you know, we've always talked about the possibility of it being a bioweapon. Many of us believe that. Um, of course, we can't talk about that online. Otherwise, we'll be censored. Um, but, you know, just just unbelievable stuff. So let me kind of lay this out here. So, you know, we're finding this out. We're looking at Biden, looking at the uh, financial, you know, the opportunity to surveil your finances, every transaction that you have. We're talking about the vaccine passport. And then you look at what Klaus Schwab has been talking about. He's been talking about the Great Reset. Again, nothing is a conspiracy that I'm saying. This is all real information, true things. You can go right to the World Economic Forum website and look into the Great Reset. They've all talked about it. Um, Biden, in his uh, campaign, talked about building back better. Uh, Trudeau has talked about building back better. Uh, a lot of the European leaders have talked about building back better. Well, all of that is basically a key phrase that refers to this great reset. So let's let's connect all of this, okay? Because I want to connect in the natural, and then I want to go back to the supernatural and where we're at. And I, I'm trying to lay this out. So hopefully I'm making sense. Again, I'm a little bit tired, guys. So thank you for having mercy on me today. I appreciate it. Um, we were working very hard right now. And this is probably the hardest. My wife said to me, "You're you're you need to get some rest, Todd. I mean, these are... These aren't eight-hour days. These are 12 to 15-hour days. Um, we are trying our best to just keep up with everything. But it is things are moving very fast. And I may, I may need to take a day of rest in the coming days. I thought I was going to get some rest over the weekend. I really did not. It's been um, really hard to rest lately. So I'm just going to be honest with you. But, but, but looking at these things with a real urgency and sobriety as watchmen on the wall, what I think they're trying to do here is I think they're trying to get everybody to get some type of passport at some point, which will be on a phone. Again, this is my opinion. You can take it for what you may. But it appears that they're going to try to restrict movement. They're going to try to impose certain ordinances and restrictions. If you don't have the you-know-what, um, you know, they're going to really try to get every citizen of the world, I think, to get this passport at some point here, and probably on your phone, you know, some type of digital form of ID. They're already talking about putting driver's licenses on there. And and then what would happen is, it you know, everything that you do is going to be tracked. And what this is, this is very, very eerily similar to the social credit score in China. And why would they want to do this? Because this would tell people like me, like, hey, you better be quiet or your family's not going to eat. And by the way, it'll it, many of you as well. Because if you are a person of God, a person of faith, and you're standing for the word of God, some of that is going to be considered hate. In fact, much of it is. The real target here, because this is a battle of light versus darkness, so the real target is us, Christians, biblical Christianity. If you notice, no one cares about what the Muslims are saying. No one cares about what the Buddhists are saying. No one cares about what you know all these other religions are saying. Why do they care about the Christians? Well, they do because we're over the target and because that's where the battle is. That's what this battle is all about. So I think that, you know, they're going to this pressure is going to be increased. If we think it's increased now, this is why God is giving us this time to build our faith and strength in him, because the American church is not ready for persecution. 
Now, many of you, I know you're listening to some people on the Q, you know, world and, and, you know, they're saying, trust the plan, get the popcorn out. It's all going to happen. Everything's going to happen. Well, I'm telling you, okay, and I'm not against Q people. I think you're patriots, but I am a little bit annoyed at some of the people that are making money on that movement because I really believe that we need to look at this with sobriety. And, and I will tell you, I've spoke to the people that were in the highest levels of the Trump administration, friends. I'm telling you. And I've asked them point blank because I know as a pastor, as a shepherd, this question comes up a lot. Point blank. I said, is the military in control? Is there some plan that we don't know about? And every one of these high-level people that holds high-level security clearances that have been very close to President Trump say, please tell your people that is not the case and we need to fight for this nation. And these are high-level people. Now, does that mean that there's, you know, 10 people that don't know? Well, maybe. Maybe there is 10 people out there that, that you know, the only ones that know. And I get it. I, I've, you know, thought that sometimes. Like, maybe there is some plan. And then I started looking into Operation Trust, you know, in the, in the former uh, Soviet Union or the, in the Bolshevik time. Operation Trust. You might want to look into that. Operation Trust. Very similar to the Q movement. So, you know, look, if that's, there's no one in the world that wants that to be more true than me. I would love it. I would love it if generals are working together. I've been on tour with some patriots like General Flynn. Love the guy. Love Mike Lindell. You know, not speaking against any of those people. I'm talking about some of these grifters in this movement that come out with hopium every day and tell you to sit back with your popcorn and everything's happening. I don't see General Flynn saying that. He's not saying that. I don't, I don't hear Mike Lindell saying that. He's fighting for his, you know, his life. His business, he's fighting for election integrity. So, you know, I, I don't, I'm not coming against them or speaking. Look, I think they're patriots. I love those guys. But what I think is happening here is I think this is a big moment of decision for us. And I think what this comes down to is where the spiritual leaders of this nation, the pastors, the people of God, we need to understand the urgency of this moment in time. Because we see the plan of the enemy. We see that they are literally putting together the beast system. And I have held to my belief that God can intervene here, that he, he responds to the prayers of the righteous. I've held to that belief. I've held to the, the belief that something very powerful could happen here. I've held to the belief that I think there's going to be a great harvest because I'm seeing it happen. I held to the belief that I believe in miracles, signs, and wonders. I've held to the belief. I'm holding the line. Holding the line. I'm not caving. I'm not capitulating. I'm not giving up, I'm not giving in. I will never give up. I will be the one that fights until the very, very end. But I am the guy who's on the front lines, and I'm saying that very humbly, who's in the trenches, who's seeing what's happening, who's talking to the players. And then I see these other guys out there that are podcasters or people that are just saying a bunch of stuff, and I know they're not in, the, in these meetings I'm in. They're not talking to these high-level people. They're, they're literally, you know, contemplating from their basement somewhere from their, their bedroom, and they're putting out a podcast. But they don't have the intel that I have. So my job is to speak the truth to you. My, do, my job is not to give you hopium. Can we win? Yes. Is there a plan? Well, we're the plan. Yeah, there is a plan. People need to get involved. People need to push back. That's why we say it every day. Push back. Get involved. You know, we're still in a, in a, a constitutional republic. They have not destroyed our country yet. But they're trying, and they're trying to push this great reset agenda. They're trying to push this whole thing. And we are at this very critical point in time right now where either we're going to allow this to happen or we're going to activate. And, and for the body of Christ, we can see the writing on the wall here. We see this. We see that they're trying to put 
a digital passport system in effect. We see that they're trying to monitor us to put a social credit score. We already hear that certain people are not allowed to, to go to restaurants or supermarkets in certain countries right now, that there's a caste system. And, and you better believe Joe Biden would support that and put that right into place if he could. But he's trying to go through this very, very meticulously, very, very slowly, very patiently, so that the American people aren't alarmed. And that's what they do, friends. It's, it's a psychological warfare operation. And that's, that's where we're at right now. So, so here's the deal, okay? And I know there's going to be some people that are mad at me for today's broadcast, but I have an absolute obligation because I love you and I care about you to tell you the truth. And so I'm, I'm, I'm investigating. I'm reading the data points. I have a lot of information. Trust me, I speak to these generals. I, listen, if anybody knows generals, I know generals, okay? I know that's crazy for a pastor to say, but I do. I know retired general. We just helped with that whole Afghanistan situation. I, trust me, we have connections at this ministry. We've been around for a while. This isn't like some fly-by-night. I didn't just spring up out of nowhere. You can follow this, uh, the trail here for a while, friends. Okay, there's a history here. And that's why I'm speaking to you, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm here for the long-term relationship. In 10 years, Pastor Todd will be preaching, preaching the gospel and speaking the truth. I'm, I don't know what the world's going to be like then. I could be thrown in jail at that point. I don't know. But I'm going to be speaking the truth. I'm going to be a Christian. I've had an encounter with the living God. I'm going to be saved. And, I'm, you know, if, if, if the Lord tarries or if I'm still here, then I'm going to be doing this. You can, you can find me in 10 years. And you mark my words. That's what I'll be doing. So I'm in this for the long-term relationship. I'm not here to give you hopium. Or, and I'm also not here to be doom and gloom because I think there is a way out of this. I think if enough Americans push back, if we have some patriot governors like DeSantis and others that are willing to push back and, and stand for the state's rights, we've got guys like Mike Lindell and people out there in Arizona and all these people that, you know, Seth Keschel, a lot of these, these patriots out there, General Flynn, that are, that are fighting for election integrity. You know, we got the state assembly people and the state senators that are willing to push through legislation in these states to, to tighten up the voter rules. You know, to ask for voter ID requirements, paper ballots, you know, get rid of uh, all the all the dead people and, and purge the, you know, the voter rolls. There's definitely a plan here. Expose everything that happened in Arizona. Let the people see. Maybe there's a cascading effect, effect where other states get involved, Wisconsin, others, Georgia, Pennsylvania. You know, we start looking at those states. I mean, there, there's many different things that could happen here. I'm not trying to be a doom and gloom guy, but I have to lay out the plan of the enemy so that as intercessors and watchmen, we can see what they're trying to do. Now, many of you are getting very stressed about this. And you're saying, Pastor Todd, this isn't the hope that we were hoping to hear in today's broadcast. Well, let me give you the hope now after 34 minutes. <laughs> there is hope. We are at a moment of decision. That's why I've been preaching more than I've been doing broadcasts like this lately because I don't want us to get caught up in the natural and forget what we're capable of doing because the Bible says that we have authority in the name of Jesus to trample on scorpions and demons, to cancel the assignments of the enemy. Our, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So I have to go back to everything that I believe. I had an encounter with the living God. I know he's real. I know his word is real. I know there's authority in the name of Jesus. I know the, the weapons of our warfare. We talked about the armor of God. We talked about discernment. We talked about spending time in the secret place. We're now starting to get into spiritual warfare and how to fight, how to fight, how to push back, what we actually are able to do. 
We have to understand that there is a demonic warfare that's going on here. There is a spirit of Antichrist that's rising. So what do we do? Well, we can obviously do the things that I mentioned in the natural, you know, pushing back, becoming poll workers, you know, investigating all these different, you know, areas of fraud and all these different things. We can all do that, and I highly encourage that, to be active, because the Bible says faith without works is dead. We should be active. That's why we're activating. Everywhere we go, we're activating people. So I definitely am all for all that stuff. Listen, I am a patriot pastor, okay? <laughs> and I do support President Trump still, although I don't agree with everything he's currently talking about. But for the most part, I've been one of his most loyal supporters in the faith community. <laughs> very outspoken, very outspoken. How many op-eds did I write? How many people, how many interviews did I do? How many uh, events did I attend in the, in the course of the 2020 election? Many, 2016, many. We held events. I spoke at state capitals. I mean, listen, I've been out there. So you're hearing from a friend. You're hearing from somebody that cares about you. But I do see the grifters, I do see the fraudsters, I do see the opportunists, and they're not doing any good for our movement because they're keeping people asleep in a way. They're, they're, they're speaking about truth in some aspects, but in other aspects, they're basically not doing much. And they're asking for your money and your, and your support, but what are they actually doing for our movement? You know, buying buses and wrapping their face around them and going on tours, is that really helping? I don't know. Are you just a cheerleader? Rah, 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 rah. What are you actually doing in your movement? We're out here fighting for people's jobs, fighting for people's freedoms, fighting to get Christians out of Afghanistan. I mean, we're, we're active. Now, I'm not trying to brag or boast, but I'm just saying you can see the difference between a grifter and people that are actually act, active people. There are people that are active. I mentioned uh, Seth Keschel. That guy's active. He's out there. You know, Pol, uh, what is it, Juwan, Javon Polisser? He's been fighting. You know, I mean, I could just name people after, you know, some real patriots, some real people that have been doing the work of the Lord and, and doing the work of the kingdom and, and fighting for election integrity and fighting for truth. Real patriot Americans. Thank you. So I just think we have to have real, like our eyes need to be open. This is not a time to be asleep. And it certainly isn't a time for us to, uh, you know, just sit back and, and, and eat popcorn and enjoy a show. It's not that time. Okay, that's not where we're at right now. We need to be interceding on our faces. I, I read it out on the uh, on the broadcast the other day, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate it right now. Actually, I think I'm gonna reiterate it right now because this is super important. It was Joel two, Joel two. You know, if you haven't dug into Joel two, ju just dig into Joel two. This is what came out of the fast. And by the way, thank you everybody that participated in the fast. It officially ended yesterday. We had thousands of people around the planet, all around the world, that were involved in the fast. I believe the Lord did a lot in the fast. He certainly gave me a tremendous amount of revelation. I also had an encounter with an angelic being, with, with an angel, a messenger angel. I mean, it's the first time in probably 20 years that I've had something at that level. Crazy. <laughs> That's what happens when you fast. And I heard consecration. I heard pure streams. I heard watch who you associate with. I heard all kinds of things that the Lord had warned me about and some things that I don't want to talk about publicly. But in Joel chapter 2, it says, Blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm in the holy city. Let all who live in the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. It is close at hand. I believe that a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness, like the dawn spreading across the mountains, a large and mighty army comes such as never was in ancient times, nor ever will be in the ages to, to come. 
Before them, fire devours. Behind them, flames blaze. Before them, the land is like a garden of Eden. Behind them, it's a desert waste. Nothing escapes them. Now, I'm going to go down here to verse 9. It says, they rush on the city. They run on the wall. They climb on the houses like thieves. They enter through the windows. Before them, the earth shakes. The heavens tremble. The sun and the moon are darkened. Wow. Doesn't it kind of sound like what's going on in our world today a little bit? I mean, really? A little bit, right? So here's the deal. In verse 12, it says, rend your heart. It says, even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And he relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing, grain offerings, drink offerings for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. Come on. Gather the people. Consecrate the assembly. Bring together the elders. Gather the children, those nursing at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. Let the priest who minister before the Lord weep. Between the portico and the altar, let them say, spare your people, Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? So the deal is, ladies and gentlemen, this is it. We, can, we need to do all the things in the natural that I talked about. We can't sit here and worry and be afraid. The Lord told us these things would happen. He told us our battle's not against flesh and blood. He told us how to win it. He told us that he'll give us mercy. I mean, don't make me read uh, Psalm 64 again because I still believe suddenly like an arrow. These things are all possible. The only difference in my message versus some of these other people's messages, and I know there's some other people that are sharing what I'm sharing as well, but not many, is, is that we have to do something not just in the natural, but God is requiring and asking for us to do something in order to get what the prophet said to happen. In order to, to have the perfect will of the Lord, there's something that we need to do. And we're in that moment of decision. It's that if my people moment. Because the enemy is clearly showing us what his plans are. The enemy is clearly showing us what he's intended, what he has for us. But God has a plan too. He's got a perfect will. And I believe he wants to restore our land. And he wants there to be a great revival. And I believe there will be probably either way. But we don't want it to take something like 9-11 or worse, some major false flag that could happen very shortly here. We don't want that to be the thing that turns us to God and to repentance. We want to turn to God now in order to see the Lord move and work. So don't grow weary in doing good. When you read the news and you read these things, don't get depressed. Don't get discouraged. I know it's heavy. But he's made you, he's equipped you for a time as this. You've been made fearfully and wonderfully for a time as this. You are made for this. That means you're going to be able to withstand. But this is a season where God is getting his church prepared because the, the years ahead are going to be tough. Even if we see a great victory in this season, at some point here it's going to get really bad because we see their plans and we know what they're intending. And so... He's trying to get the American church and the Western world, the people in Australia, the people in Canada, the people in the UK, the people in Israel, people in Italy, the people in Netherlands, the people in, you know, all around the world, New Zealand. 
He wants us to have the fortitude, the wherewithal to withstand this and to stand. And in order to do that, we have to understand how to spend time in the secret place, how to fill ourselves up. Don't grow weary. Listen, today I'm tired in the natural. I'm going to try this afternoon to hopefully have some downtime. Will that happen? I don't know. I still have a lot of work to do today. But the thing is, we've got to learn how to feed our soul and to build ourselves up in the middle of this, separate ourselves from the world. We're in it, but we're not of it. God is going to sustain us. The word of the Lord for the righteous remnant is complete victory. While the world is in calamity, God will sustain us. He will give us our daily bread and allow us to not only live, but to thrive in the middle of the chaos. Do I believe that President Trump could come back? It's possible. I said I felt like he had a mantle of anointing. I still believe that. Again, I haven't retracted anything really that I've said. I know some people have. I haven't. So I don't want you to think I'm caving or capitulating. I'm not. I'm laying out what the enemy's plan is, but I'm also believing that God wants to intervene here, and I believe he will. But we have something we have to do, and that's what's heavy on my heart that's come out of this fast. And so I'm, I'm sounding the alarm. Now, what if just us do it? What if just us do it? Well, I believe even if the righteous remnant get this, I believe that we have the authority to change the situation. I believe that we can stop what the enemies try to do. I believe we can thwart the assignment of hell. I believe the fiery darts of hell will not get us. I believe the gates of hell will not prevail. But we've got to understand who we are in Jesus Christ, and it's, it's high time we rise up. And the church cannot be apathetic or complacent anymore. And all these pastors that are out there saying absolutely nothing about nothing, you will be taken down at some point. The Lord is not going to allow that. He's going to judge you. He's separating the wheat from the chaff. He wants lions and generals, people that are willing to stand. And I think if we stand up and we rise up now, we can not only save this country, but we can get back to our first love, Jesus Christ. We can see a powerful move of God. And I, I believe it. I'm, I'm going to continue to believe that unless the Lord tells me otherwise. Unless he says, Todd, we're going in tribulation. Prepare the people. But I have not got that word. I still believe we're in the birth pangs. I believe we're in a moment of decision. And I believe that we can still have a very powerful outcome here. But we've got to listen and do our part to what God is saying. Amen? If you believe that, say amen right now. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for this broadcast today. I know some of the information is a little tough. I know there's going to be some people that are probably mad at me for this reason or that. But I hope that each and every person sees my heart. And more importantly, they see your heart. And we press in. We go deeper in you in this season. We grow in our walk, Lord God. And we stand on your promise, which is yes and amen. Hope in a future. You made us fearfully and wonderfully. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to the broadcast. I'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. You can go to toddcoconato.com, toddcoconato.com for more information. You can go to remnant.news. We have the Remnant News Store where you can buy certain things and help us fund the operation. I got the Patriot VPN on there now. If you need a good VPN, it's very, very affordable, very cheap. It also helps us here. I got um, some food, some storable food, remnant, uh, uh, remnantfood.com, remnantfood.com. Um, let's see. You can go to toddcoconado.com slash store. You can go to toddcoconado.com slash give if you'd like to help support this operation. We greatly appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Love you guys. God bless.